Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Did you watch the games this past year? Oh, time to end some Dolphins talk, man, with our boy Adam Beasley. We go out to the Orion Fuels and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. Truly steps beyond convenient. Good morning, Bees. You guys ready for the Battle of the Beatons? Yes! <clears throat> this is going to be wow. something, man. This is going to be – this is this is, this is is what, what football is all about, a real no, classic. Here's the problem. Bees, have you ever been in a situation where the winning team's fans are going to be pissed? Think about that. Uncharted territory, my friend. I've never seen anything like it. Look, I've been on bad teams. I've been on I've been on a a bad team, three and thirteen. Right? It was horrible. I was miserable. But I never been on this. <laughs> Look, okay, let's get into this for a second. First of all, uh, the, the the caveat must be and the disclaimer must be that the players want to win. They do not care as uh, Daniel Kilgore put artfully, they don't give a damn about the number one pick. They don't care about Tua. They don't care about 2020. They know, by they, probably 80% of the locker room knows they're not going to be here next year, and probably 50% of that locker room knows that if they don't play well, they won't be in the league next year. So they've got nothing to gain and everything to lose by losing. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the number one concern for the Miami Dolphins in 2019. The right. number one concern is uh, getting as many assets and as many draft picks and as many high draft picks as possible to get the best possible quarterback. And the way to do that, guys, is to lose every single game you play. That is the one way you can guarantee your pick of whatever quarterback you want. And uh, it's going to be painful and it's going to hurt. And if the Dolphins win on Sunday – they're going. There's a chance. I'm not, it's not a certainty, but there's a chance that it could set their franchise back a decade. And and here's why. Okay, um, the Dolphins right now are like 72 percent, according to ESPN's FPI, to have the number one pick. Right, right. Uh, the, the the Redskins are number two at like 11 percent. So the Dolphins are seven times more likely to have the number one pick because the Redskins. Those odds won't flip completely if the Dolphins win, but it'll be more like 50-50 then. Okay. And it'll be really bad. And, and, and here's why. I know there's going to be people who say, look, there's a whole bunch of good quarterbacks this year. That's all well and good. But there are a bunch of good quarterbacks every year, you think. But there's only usually one really good one, and there's a best. Um, and, and throughout history, there have been examples, the moment the Dolphins are in, that teams have taken bad wins. Uh, the most obvious example, I would say, would be the 1969 Pittsburgh Steelers and Chicago Bears. They played in November of 1969. The Bears won 10-6, to and it was the Bears' only win of the season. They finished 1-13, as did the Steelers. The number one pick came down to a coin flip. The Steelers won the coin flip. And who did they draft? Terry Bradshaw. Changed the entire history, the landscape of the NFL, 
forever. When? So you because been, of a lucky flip of a coin and a win in November. You've had you, to go. You had to go in the way back. Like you have you had to just so research more, ineptitude. I got, I got far more recent examples for you guys. Okay, fast let's forward, go. Fast forward to the nineties. Uh, everyone remembers Drew Bledsoe. Do you remember Rick Meyer? Yep. Yep. And Rick Meyer was the number two pick by the Seahawks because the Seahawks beat the Patriots the previous season, and that was the difference between picks one and two. Or even more recently, how about Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf? The Chargers beat the Colts during the regular season, ended up with the number two pick, didn't have their choice of quarterbacks, took Ryan Leaf, who was the biggest bust in NFL history. So I'm not saying the Dolphins winning on Sunday would definitely make that happen, but the odds go way up of bad things happening down the road for this franchise the more they win. Okay, but bees. Here, here's the other thing. <clears throat> First of all, I think the the um, the uh, one with the Chargers and Indy, they were contemplating who's the better quarterback. So it was quite possible that Ryan Leaf could have ended up going ahead of him anyway, right? Uh, that might be revisionist history. That might have been the spin that the Chargers had right. afterwards. Okay, okay, but that's fine. Manning was the better yeah. prospect. Right. So, but my question is this. Where this team is, like, if you are so bad that you can't turn it around because you are depleted that much of talent, it's going to take you forever anyway. I mean, we seem to make it sound like, oh, we can just tank this year and then we can turn it around in a year or two. Well, that's if everything goes great. Well, I mean, I think there's there, – you, you look building blocks. And people you talk to, when uh, Chris Greer sold this to Brian Flores back in January, they were talking about a five-year plan, okay? Not a one-year plan, not a two-year plan, a five-year plan of sustainability. Okay. And we're, we're right on track for year one, right? Oh, yeah. Being so oh, yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. The roster's t- taken out of the studs so much that they're going to have a very high, if not the highest pick in the draft next year. But year two doesn't mean 10 and 6. It probably means like 6 and 10, to be honest. And there's going to be some patience beyond needed for, from fans beyond this year for this thing to work. Now, if we're in year three, if it's 2021 – and they're still going six and ten. People are going to get fired, but I'm, I don't think that anybody in that organization thinks it's going to be. Oh, in 2020, we're going to be a playoff team. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's the kind of thinking. I think what their what their plan is is to get as many draft picks as possible, get as many young, talented players in the building as as possible, and then build from there. Bees, you, you talked about uh, Chris Greer telling Brian Flores it's a five year plan. Is there any chance Brian Flores is still here in five years? Sure. Of course there is. If they get the right quarterback and they win some games next year, he's going to be around. Mm, you like? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, you, you this is okay, a bad. So you, you don't think you guys don't think Come that on. a a difference making quarterback coming in here and winning well, he's five, not, six, seven I don't, games. I don't think after he's going to win sixteen or one in fifteen, wherever they're going to go, mm-hmm. isn't going to be a sign of progress to the owner. I don't think I don't think he's going to play right away. Um, but. No, with with how everything else is going on around this team, like yeah, we all think that everything's going to come together, but as of right now, the way I look at it, all the things that could happen to this franchise in the next three years are bad for the head coach. <laughs> is that just because you're conditioned to I think, think every, that? Because they always go bad for no, the no, I, I, I think and, you're and, no, because that's that's a hundred percent what it is. Everybody's dolphin yeah. scarred. That's what well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not scarred though. I'm not scarred. You're scarred from being down here. No, I'm look. 
I just look at this situation, and when you tell somebody, we're going to give you this job, but we want you to suck, but don't suck too much because we want to be able to turn it around. There's nothing good that can come with it. Like, best case scenario, the guy goes and does a hell of a coaching job and he wins four games. Everybody's going to be pissed off at him, and he's just trying to do his job. Well, they're not going to win four games this year, man. Oh, oh okay. God. I mean, they'll be lucky to win three. Okay, I mean, they, they that's still, fine. They still got two games against the Jets. Don't put it past them beating that bum out of games. <laughs> hey, hey Tobin, I, 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 I didn't run out of examples. I wanted to ask you about how uh, some poorly timed wins can change the trajectory of an entire franchise. And I think you know this example very well. Uh, the 2013 Jacksonville Jaguars. And they swept the Texans. Had they been swept by the Texans, Bortles wouldn't have been the number one pick. They would have taken Jadavian Clowney. Uh, I don't want to talk Could about you that. imagine a life without Bortles? Would have been a great life, man, but it's all good now because it's Minshew Mania. So you never know. You could find that gem in the sixth round. Franchise quarterbacks, you know? Is, uh, is he healthy? Is he hurt? I don't know. As long as that mustache is beautiful, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I understand what you guys are saying, that things often do go wrong for this franchise. My argument would be this. Why not give yourselves the best possible chance for it to go right? Agreed. Let me Agreed. I, I just think that when you – when you're in a profession where culture is very important um, and you're losing this much, how long is it going to take you to turn the culture around before you can then turn uh, the winning around? Leroy, culture, if there's 10 dudes left next year on this team, what does it matter? That's that's true. But, again, the turnover, like all the things things I'm talking about – or looking at this as a three- to five-year deal. Mm-hmm. All the things that you're talking about with that much turnaround, to me, seems like the whole process going to take much longer. Because when you, start not, adding, when you start adding 30 players, 40 players, 25 players to a roster, you're not just going to all of a sudden just get it going. They got a lot of money, too, though. It doesn't matter who you bring in. Like, you can't just, okay, face off. I'm going to have a do-over. We're going to start winning with this new face. No. Face off like Nick Cage? Yes. I, it I doesn't think, work I, like I that. Think, I, think they, I think they need to show year-over-year progress. I think they need to show improvement. And it's going to be impossible not to show improvement over this year because this is arguably the worst team in NFL history. Yep. So they're going to be better in 2020. The question is, is it better enough? Is it good enough to, to pacify an owner who's who then was and, and that's and, that, and that's the problem, okay? That when the fans start getting upset about the losing, because it's all fun right now, but nobody wants their team to be the laughing stock of the league. So when it gets to that point – and then you have some improvement, but next year you're losing again, and then people aren't going to the games. How is the best way to sell hope? Change the coach. All right, I got one more for you before you guys hang up on me. Okay. What if the, the Cardinals had beaten the Raiders last year instead of the Raiders being the Cardinals? That determined the number one pick. The Raiders would have had the number one pick. There's a chance that Cliff Kingsbury wouldn't even be the coach of the Cardinals, and Josh Rosen wouldn't be the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. There's no guarantee that the Cardinals would even hire Kingsbury because some think it was a package deal. Yet we have number one pick. We like you because you love Murray. Make it happen. Well, we, so 
history can change on Sunday. We might not know it in the moment, but going to have some real right. lasting implications for this franchise and the league as a whole. Well, we were asking this about Josh Rosen because um, I guess I was reading in Armando's uh, column that they that he's probably going to be here next year because he's so damn cheap. Even like if mm-hmm. they ha- they bring in the rookie, but like. Mm-hmm. He might be the worst mentor of all time because he's not going to feel bad at all for this kid or any situation he's handed into because he got dumped by his team right away and then was the quarterback of the tanking Dolphins. So I couldn't imagine him feeling any any bit of, of, of sympathy towards anybody coming not, in not and be like, oh, oh, you got it tough for you? <laughs> not, not only the quarterback of the tanking Dolphins, but then the next offseason they go draft a guy number one. I mean <laughs> – uh, I will say this. Uh, I've gotten to know Josh. Not great. I wouldn't say we're buddies, but I've gotten to know him a lot better than I did six months ago. And I think he's a better locker room dude than people give him credit for. He, his, his personality sometimes can rub people the wrong way publicly, but internally I have heard nothing but good things about him. Is it, would he prefer to be the starter next year? Of course. Would he prefer the Dolphins not take quarterback in the first round? Absolutely. He said that on the record on Wednesday. But to think that he's going to be some sort of cancer or not helpful to Tua, whoever they take, is just not true. He, that's not how he's wired. Bees, thanks for the time, man. Thanks, Appreciate Bees. it. Go Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Uh, it's terrible, man. I like, I'm so, like, this plan sucks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.